And three, two, put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for the one and the only and the triplet, show and prosperous and delicious. Please tell your boy, Petey Jokes, take it away. Me, 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 me. Okay, we are back with part two of this very long, very detailed information session on all things happening in the world today. We're talking about, Prince, do you want to tell us what we're talking about? We are talking about my love life. It's terrible because it's not happening. Do you even have a love life of a prince? Sharon, I feel like you, I'm a lover. Here's the thing. I'm a lover. I'm a typical Shakespeare. I'm the poet guy. I'm the romantic guy. Yo, but the people we are romantic to, they're not used to sensitive and, and caring men. They're so used to the aggro, the typical... You know, uh, I'm full of testosterone kind of man. I'm the leader. I'll grab you by the hand. Uh, in your face. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm just like, no. I just, I just want to hold your hand and tell you how gorgeous you are. How I feel like you're poetry. You are Mike Pence in the vice presidential debate. And then all the girls around you are just like Kamala Harris. And they're just running their eyes. Exactly. Yeah, those of you that don't know, Prince is a comedian. And I'm sure you can see why. Yes. I mean, he just makes people uh, laugh on a daily basis. That's what he does. <laughs> oh, no, they break my heart, these girls. I just, I just, funny enough, I just actually finished watching a movie called uh, Female Brain. And I have to say, complicated you guys are, but I love it. Oh. That's what I'm going to say. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that. Complicated, but co- good complicated. Because how you are is how you were designed to be. Right. Society has tried to label you guys as crazy and as wild and as emotional and as insensitive and as oh my god, why is she having a world up? Oh my god, no, it's just it's just who you are. <laughs> Lemon, potato, potato. <laughs> say that because we're going to be talking in the second part of the show about uh, BrainGate, which is a research organization that is doing research into the human brain and how it can be used um, to control computerized, um, what do you call it, machinery and things, uh, essentially. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys the, the proper explanation just now. But I just quickly wanted to go back to Tom Hanks, who was um, Sharon's little, uh, what do we call it, research assignment this week. She did some <laughs> digging into Tom Hanks. And if Fine. you guys want to check Run, um, Forrest, run. Run. <laughs> run. You yeah, well, he Greece. ran all the way to Greece. He ran to Greece. <laughs> um, because he's greasy and he belongs there. Ew. Um, he did a, a toddler's and tiara spoof on the Jimmy Kimmel show. And you guys can check it out on YouTube or just Google it and you'll see it. And what was so creepy about that that episode in that clip, um, he in the clip, he, it says, Tom Hanks will teach you how to strut with sexy hands and sexy feet. I mean, this is a toddlers and tiaras spoof. And he's got this little girl that he's teaching and priming to be a toddler and tiara contestant and teaching you how to strut with sexy hands and sexy feet. That is- I'm going to stop you right there with factual evidence. Sorry, can I just quickly contribute this? Because I think it kind of relates to what we're talking about. Um, yes. There was a, an actor, and it's not Johnny Depp, but this guy was quite a well-known actor, not as big as Johnny Depp, but he had acted in many in movies with Johnny Depp um, and maybe with Tom Hanks as well. And he actually came forward and said that he had factual evidence that Tom Hanks is a pedophile. And on set, 
um, these two little girls that were part of the movie um, were often seen around Tom Hanks. And oh after this guy came forward, he obviously got death threats and he then he then came onto social media and was actually find out what his name is and, and also, you know, um, download the link so that everybody can read up about him. Um, he, he, he went onto social media. They obviously had given given him death threats and he then said to everybody, no, it, you know, that isn't the truth and he was wrong and it was false evidence. And then his last words were, um, but I'm not suicidal. And then a couple of days later, he was found dead, jumping off a bridge. Um, so yeah, they obviously took him out. And- He was suicided like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> So, yes, and I, and I mean, he had the factual evidence. Um, oh, they obviously must have destroyed. <laughs> guys, just so- Hey guys, I can't deal with this. And just so Prince knows, because Prince doesn't know about all the, the, the research Sharon and I did today, but just so Prince- Oh no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like, I feel like I can always be educated more because um, my research is based on where I am and where I'm thinking. And where you guys are at is, is where you guys get your information from. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I need to travel the world. Can your husband take me to Greece, Sharon? Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I'll take you to Greek girls. I can understand why, why Tom Hanks wanted to go there. Let me tell you, Greece is amazing. We always say that when Athena finishes school, that's where we're going to be living like six months of the year. Because it is a great place to live. I mean, it's beautiful. The food's great. Yeah. The weather's great. So Tom Hanks is not, not wrong by wanting to go and live there. Um, and yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing. I, 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 I can, I can, I can, I can prove that fact because here's the thing. And Sharon, please don't start with me because not tonight. This oh, October, it's my month. Okay, don't start with me. It's my month. Funny enough, there's this family, there's this Greek family at my church, right? So this guy and his wife have, I think, ultimately the most beautiful daughters I've ever seen in my life. And it, the thing is, they are two years apart each. And they look alike. The oldest one looks like how the young one looks, and the middle one just looks better than the first and the second. And they're Greek, right? My goodness, the class, the hair. Well, you can see with the nose, but I'm just like, this is a beautiful country. I'm just like, this is the awesome. women are beautiful. The Greek women are beautiful. They're Greek goddesses. They are Greek. The, you know, the Greek nation are a good-looking nation. Well, a lot of them, well, most of them. They're the, they're the children. Yeah, it's like the Indian community as well. I mean, they're also beautiful. I love the Indian, you know, the... Well, oh, don't get me started. It's touch and go. Yeah, you guys like, you can... But you African can... women, African women, and African people have got the best skins. I don't care what you say. They've got the best skins. Talisha, and then tell that like... to Nick Jonas. He married one of the hottest <laughs> Indians I know. I was like, yo, guys, like, yo, guys, you'll be talking about Puerto Ricans. You'll be talking about Mexicans. And Brazilians, there's Indian, okay? There is Indian, and Indian is hot, literal and figuratively. It's hot, hot, it's just hot, it's just fire. But Indian men are absolutely drop dead gorgeous. I think they are. I mean, the Hollywood movie. Again, it's some guys. Disagree. Don't get me wrong. And then when they're dancing, oh my word, that's it. Karen, I don't know about Indian men. Nah, nah, let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> It's just because there's so many Indian people. There's like over one billion in the in the world. So you you 
likely to get a lot of hot people, but then you're also likely to get a lot of not hot people. So I think that's in any nation, though, Tanisha. I mean, we can't all be good looking and gorgeous and, and you know, with a perfect body. You've got to have a variety yeah. of diversity, you know what I mean? To make I mean, it. Look, guys, if I had the perfect body, then it would be over for everybody else. So <laughs> you guys are so that's why I'm such a nice, humble person, because if I had a hot body, I would not be this humble. <laughs> <laughs> I need to understand what hot is right now because I'm just like, wait. So if you say you're not hot and I see you as hot, when you're hot, what am I seeing? Like a whole sun, like it's just fire. It, fire. It, it, it's just burned. <laughs> okay, uh, we're getting way off. We need to just to let our brain settle before we go into <laughs> what we're about to talk about. Okay, we're about to talk about some deep stuff. So just to recap, in the first half of the show, we spoke about um, the military entertainment complex and how the CIA follows a very specific 11 actors on Instagram. And uh, they, they say that they follow these actors because these actors have played um, the role of a spy in Hollywood productions. But my argument for that is if somebody plays the role of a spy, then you don't need to follow their Instagram in real life because the when they were playing that role, that's all you needed to have seen. Um, if you're following yeah. their everyday moves in their real life, then you're following more than just that role where they were playing a spy. Um, and one of those people was Tom Hanks, another one was Ben Affleck and a few others uh, from Hollywood. So we spoke about that. We spoke about Tom Hanks and his weird fascination with gloves and how he posts them and uh, oh, Sharon it's creepy. And Sharon looked into the glove symbolization, and it's apparently symbolic of. Uh, wait, wait. What? That's, that's a Michael Jackson thing. Yep. What is Michael Jackson, the one glove. That's right. Yes, but the, his are diamonds on. These are ugly gloves that you see in. Like, yeah, but I mean, it started off with glove. just a random glove. Yeah. Michael Jackson started off with just one random glove. So there's, there's symbolism in everything. And all we're doing in this podcast is just showing you the symbolism so you can connect the dots for yourself and you can make your own mind up about what's really going on at, in pop culture and the things that we watch and consume and follow. Um, Sharon, did you want to say anything else about Michael Jackson? No, no, no I, was, I was getting quite excited when I saw Prince's face. I thought he had a... <laughs> It was gonna break. It was gonna give us a revelation of, you know, like you no, know. No, that is a revelation. That is the revelation. pedophilic charges on Michael Jackson's whole career. Yeah, but you think it about it, Michael sense. Jackson. They also, I mean, there was speculation. Look, no one ever really has factual proof. But if you speak to, I know we're going off the topic now. But if you speak to all the people that worked for him, I mean, that you know worked in his house, um, they came up with evidence. So yeah. Guys, just remember again, like this whole Hollywood machine, it is designed to bring people up here, make them gods, and then take them all the way down there when they don't want to do what you want them to do anymore. Oprah Winfrey did an interview with Michael Jackson in the 90s in his house, and that's also available on YouTube. Um, in that interview, she asked him, I've got to ask you, mothers everywhere want to know, what is this dance move with the grabbing your crotch? And he said... I don't know. It's sometimes you just you feel the, you feel the music, and then then you know you don't mean for your hand to go there. But then in my mind, I'm thinking that became a signature move of yours. So it's not you were feeling it yeah. in the moment. Nobody just grabs their crotch in the moment. These are all things that the powers that be that controlled the that control these celebrities are making them do so that the human population at large can become desensitized to sexualization of 
celebrities, sexualization of little children, etc., etc. What I wanted to say earlier is that for Prince and everybody else listening that don't know why we're talking about this stuff right here, it's not that we have this mm. weird, morbid fascination with child sex trafficking. It's that we're really just trying to educate everyone on the stuff that we have found because it is so profound and it is so scary and we need to educate ourselves on it. I'm listening to Mariah Carey's audiobook at the moment and she talks about how her mother um, is an Irish woman who was very involved in the occult and Mariah Carey had a terrible, horrible, abusive upbringing um, by her mother. She, she was a mean person. And Mariah Carey's sister, for those of you who don't know, is HIV positive. She was a sex worker for many years. She has no relationship with her siblings. And she is currently still in the process of suing her mother because she says that her mother forced her to participate in satanic rituals from the age of 10, forcing her to sleep with adults and watch other children being tortured and things like that. So it's not something that is like, we're not just pulling this out of the, the depth of the dark web as a conspiracy theory. Hollywood is holly weird. It's like, it really is. weird. And I like that. Yeah, it is weird. And like we, we're saying this to you guys just so that everyone can do their own research and be more aware of the media that we're consuming because there is a bigger agenda than what we all think we're watching. We proved to you in the first half of the show how um, the U.S. Department of Defense is actually involved in funding and producing a ton of your favorite movies, including Iron Man, Armageddon, etc., etc. And now we're going to go into linking um, Jeffrey Epstein. We've talked about him in a few of our shows already. And this is really how everything, you know, the world at large got familiar with this huge sex trafficking operation that's been going on under wraps for Decades. Probably since 96, if not longer. Yeah, well, earlier, earlier. It's like I would say since the rise of Satanism in America in the 80s, we watched that documentary with that guy that was in the CIA and he was also a Satanist. But you know what's um, scary, Talisha, is how all these um, Satanic churches are popping up all over the place all of a sudden and they're obviously getting the funding and, and the backing um, to, in, in order to do so. I mean, there is a sense, I don't know if you heard, but there's one that's coming, I, I think. Um, I think it's in Johannesburg. There's a, there's a satanic church. Um, oh, right. Yeah, so <laughs> it's scary. I mean, like. So now, with all the child kidnappings that are happening in plain sight, like the one in Rudaport that the guy managed to stop and things like that. Crazy. It's crazy, right, Prince? What are you. Your... And they're going to hear us. Sharon, I'm scared, man, because I have a mum, I have sisters. Um, they're very young, so younger than me. I have people that I, I know in my circle that I care about. I have you guys. So for me to think that there's a man out there who thinks um, it's okay to just take to just take away someone's right to live, someone's right to, to freedom and choice, and and just use them for their own benefit, just shows that there are evil forces circulating around us. People might think heaven is real or hell is not real, but at the end of the day. Having um, the existence of a satanic church is just proof that there is, you know, opposing forces and just evil people out there. And it's not safe. It sucks that it's not safe. But I also, I also want to encourage all the women out there to say, guys, I know that we, 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 society tells us that if we have a voice and we voice out our things, it's going to be right. But let me say something to the perpetrators, hearing women say men are trash is not just making things better. It's just fueling the whole subject. Um, entitled men. I'm not saying women be voiceless. I'm saying women 
let's be smart about this thing. Sometimes the problem is that we always try and 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 be and be disunited to be united. If women want have a, a, a female agenda, I say everybody should be on it because, for example, you know what Tindabafas or Tindimbogoto, everybody is on that movement because once you touch a woman, you touch a rock because women are rocks. So now this movement of men are trash. I don't think most guys really agree with it because you're offending people who are just sitting there and just like ah man, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like for such a movement, it should be men involved in this. And I'm not saying that it doesn't involve women, but it, it's really a very scary place for women to be around. Um, you know, because I mean, throughout the years, you'll have been suppressed. There's been slavery, which is 400 years, but imagine slavery during slavery. Like you're a slave, but you're still a woman. It's like there's no hope for you. Like there's it's tough times. You belong in the kitchen. You belong. You deserve to do this, this, and that. So, 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 so. I, I feel like. Um, when you said okay. a, I think you've got Greek blood in you definitely when you said you belong in a kitchen <laughs> no look here's the thing I I don't necessarily believe that because I love to cook I mean I've been on my own for nine years now so um, cooking is not an issue for me but but my thing is 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 these people are psychologically working on us as people and as a society and we are allowing them because we let our anger you know when women say enough is enough, all men are trash. I'm like, oh man, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Like, don't. I mean, that's not fair. Yeah, just don't, don't. You, you're making the guys feel like you know what? This is exactly why we do this. We need to yeah. teach them a lesson. I just had a conversation on a live stream now, and I know this is off topic. Sorry, Felicia, but my <laughs> thing is, I just had a topic now about about homosexuality, and this topic was so close and walking hand in hand with with Christianity. I was like, I can't do this right now. This topic is so vast and it's so big. I can't get into homosexuality and Christianity. The only thing I can get into is humanity. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Do you focus on you? And I don't care what sin you do. I'm not going to be in heaven and say, hey, I knew Tilisha. I used to speak about this in God, so you can't take me to hell. No, God is going to be like, hey, dude, time for you to face your problems. This is what you did, what you did, and what you didn't do. I'm not going to go in because I knew I was signed to Icon International or I was in a film called Umama and I addressed no, it's not going to happen. When I get to heaven, God's going to be like, okay, so this is what I see that needs to be judged right here. So I can't engage in such topics because it's really, really, I mean, the LGBTQ society is big. I mean, each and every state in America is legalizing marriage. Are gay people allowed to marry an SA? Just by the way. No. Oh, I mean, for me, yes, they are. Yeah, for so me, they are allowed to marry, but they're not recognized as a legal So currently, there is a gay couple in South Africa that is fighting for that right um, because they want to get married now, but they want it to be recognized as a legal union. Correct me if I'm not wrong, listeners, but I heard that on the news the other day that they can get married, and I've been to a gay wedding, but it's not recognized as a formal legal union. Legal okay. In SA? Yeah. And it's only so, recognized so, so the thing is, in some states in America, not all states. And so that is something that Kamala Harris and the Democrats are pushing really hard for at the moment. But in the research that I've done, that I mentioned to you guys about the Grand Boulet and that tattoo that um, LeBron has and all of that stuff, that is very much an agenda of the Illuminati and the Secret Society, which is sexual confusion. And that is why that, that tattoo has a, a creature that is half lion and half dual sexuality so it's half like a yeah. quarter male quarter yeah. female and half lion and um Dwayne Wade is another uh, famous basketball player he's married to Gabrielle Union 
he has a son that well the son is now his daughter he's like 12 years old and he is was zion and now he's called something else more girly um and he's they've basically allowed their 12 year old son to become a he's transitioning to female um and it's all part of this really uh, yeah and if you look into the number of celebrities whose children. children are transgender it's like a much higher rate than the transgender community at large so yeah so again I think Charlize Theron's uh, adopted daughter is one of them as well. Yeah, um, Shur's daughter slash son as well. Yeah. Um, really Angelina Jolie, another one. Angelina Jolie's yeah. daughter slash son. Um, yeah, it's it's it is becoming it's gaining momentum and it's something that we just again it's nothing against there's no hate against any one sector of the community because like Prince said it's an issue of humanity. Um, but humanity is becoming distorted as well and that's what i want us to talk about very quickly because i know that everyone's yeah. tired of listening to us now i think actually uh, the topic might even take us into a whole new podcast which you may have to continue because it is there's just so much to talk about like and so i'm very happy to hear what the audience has to say as well um you know what 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 are, what are your views i mean are we always speaking i mean what do you think are, are, are we talking a lot of rubbish or <laughs> Do we are we making sense you know yeah yeah so very quickly i'm just going to um touch on each of these dots that connect together to what we've been speaking about throughout the podcast and throughout the last few weeks um we were talking earlier about kobe bryant may he rest in peace um so a lot of people on the dark web were saying when kobe bryant's helicopter crashed that this is a blood sacrifice for the illuminati and the lakers and lebron would win the nba finals this year this was predicted in 2019 yeah good didn't they yep they did um which you know that is your own you can have your own opinions on that and and let us know what your thoughts are on that but just to tie kobe bryant into the other current events that we've been talking about like covid like bill gates like the the agenda for vaccinations and covid and all of these things this is what i found in my research so in 2013 um kobe bryant was knew that he was starting to starting to um wind down his basketball career because he'd been injured a couple times and he was getting older and so he started investing in venture in a venture capital firm with a man called Jeff Stiebel. Um we'll have the links for you, but just a little bit about who Jeff Stiebel is. <clears throat> okay. Um So you you can look up Jeff Stiebel on Wikipedia and it'll tell you who he is. He's basically just someone that has been involved in private equity firms and um he was part of another private equity firm that dissolved just before he started getting involved with Kobe Bryant and him and Kobe Bryant started this venture capital partnership which was officially introduced to the world in 2016 but they had already secretly been working together for 3 years since 2013. The company is called the Bryant Stiebel Foundation or Bryant Stiebel. You can go to bryantstiebel.com and you can read up all about the company um and the partners and all of you can do your own research. There's plenty of information there. Um I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Bryant Stiebel. He wrote a a piece about himself and he said he also had a unique opportunity to become part of a business that truly matched his passions. 
At Brown University, a neuroscientist by the name of John Donahue invented a technology called BrainGate that allowed animals to control electrical devices with their thoughts and only required a bit of brain surgery. I don't know what a bit of brain surgery means. I watched a documentary today and I was horrified as to, they were obviously showing everybody, you know, when they do the test and they put the chip into the, the monkey's brain or whatever it is. And I actually couldn't watch it because I love animals. And for me, that is, it's just, it's, it's pure um, cruelty. Yeah. Animal cruelty. Yeah. yeah. It is. And um, I was saying to Sharon earlier, what is the, like, you can test on rats and monkeys all you want, but you're only ever going to know if this brain gate technology works when you test it on a human. On a human. Brain. On a human. Monkeys and rats can't talk, can they? So how will you know yeah. if it's working? So Talisha and I actually, before we started the podcast today, we always like to just touch base and talk a little bit about the research that we've done. You know, our lives are so hectic, we don't always get a chance to compare. Um, just to make sure we're both on the same page. And as we were busy, you know, conversing and, and, and talking about this whole lifeboat um, and Kobe Bryant, you know, involvement um, in these companies, it was like a, a light bulb suddenly went off in our heads. Um, and within, I mean, like Talisha says, it's like joining, connecting the dots, connecting the dots. It all just started to make sense. So, um, <laughs> I can't even verbalize. I mean, I'm just so dumbstruck about the whole thing that going back to what Talisha said now that obviously they, they can't get the same results, you know, doing these these tests on, on animals. They would then have to move on to children and, and, and or, or humans, but possibly more children because, and, and that explains why human, traffic, human trafficking has increased the way it has. Let, let's mm. talk about it. Um, okay, sure, maybe it's not just for, you know, for this purpose, um, there's, there's a whole lot of, of, of reasons, but I, I just think that, that, you know, the involvement is more than just um, sex trafficking. I think, that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of other, other stuff that's gone down here. I don't know. Well, the CIA, yeah, they originally in, in the 70s when they, or the, what was it, the 60s, when they were doing the mind control MK Ultra experiments, they were using, um, uh, psychiatric patients to give them LSD and to test the effects on them and see if they could be mind controlled and they didn't have a choice in the matter and they didn't know what was going on they didn't know that they were being given these drugs so you do need human specimens to work on and eventually it has to go that way so I'm just going to read a little bit more about this I'm going to tie it into Jeffrey Epstein who we've been talking a lot about and then I'm going to hand it over to you Sharon to just tell us what um what some of the research that you did when you were looking at Jeffrey Epstein's island. So um, just to carry on with uh, Jeff Steibel, he spoke about BrainGate and he said, I was fortunate to be able to acquire BrainGate when it was a public company and our team continues to quietly build technology in hopes that it will one day be of great value to humanity. So Jeff Steibel is currently on the board of directors of BrainGate, this organization that is um, testing uh, technology to see if, if human brains can actually control electronic devices. Um, we will link the BrainGate website uh, in the description box. I found an article on illuminateme.com, which is a, a tech website, and it talks about technology that's moving inside the body. Um, it spoke about 
How having the human brain linked directly to computers is the dream or nightmare of sci-fi. But now a team at Brown University called BrainGate is at the forefront of the real world movement to link human brains directly to computers for a host of uses. As the BrainGate website says, using a baby aspirin sized array of electrodes implanted into the brain, early research from the BrainGate team has shown that the neural signals can be decoded by a computer in real time and used to operate external devices. Chip maker Intel predicts practical computer brain interfaces wow. by 2020, which is where we're at, okay? Um, Intel scientist Dean Pomerlo said in a recent article, eventually people may be willing to be more committed to brain implants. Imagine being able to surf the web with the power of your thoughts. Wow. Okay? Hey, but That's never mind that, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, if they plant a chip into your brain, right? They can also mind control you. Of course, of course. That is a hundred percent what we feel they're trying to do, and I can't believe that they think that humans at large are so dumb that we can't see through this. And I'll tell you, you know, one of the one of the victims probably is would be Britney Spears. Um, there's no other explanation. And I agree with you, and that's a, that's a show for a whole nother day. Forbes, everyone knows Forbes, they're a really credible source of information um, in the financial world. They did an article about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg entering this race. And to quote from the article, it says, with Musk, Zuckerberg and other engineers attempting to move forward, um, to move forward, there is now critical there is now a critical void of deliberation and an acute risk of doing the wrong thing. We are on the verge of connecting the human mind to machines and it seems the engineers are leading the charge, figuring out techniques to make it happen. But brain chips have not yet been properly vetted. That means they're saying we haven't tested it on enough human brains yes. to be able to get the yeah. process. The, the yeah. article goes on to say, and this is... Um, Jeff Steibel talking in the article, he says, the dedicated resources of the likes of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg will make a difference. Resources as in they have the money and technology to put into this, to take this further than I have. I have no doubt that a convergence of the world's best engineering minds can overcome the challenges that have plagued um, brain computer inter interfaces. It could take another decade or it could take far less time. Just a few small breakthroughs, a higher capacity chip a more effective sensor, a less invasive implantation technique, combined with engineers smart enough to connect the dots, could yield results much faster than we expect. The danger, of course, is that we may find out that we can long before we have carefully considered whether we should. As it stands now, we are literally giving up our minds to a group of engineers without any consideration of the consequences. Um, the thing that drew my attention was when he said, um, if we find a less invasive implantation technique, okay? Think about the vaccine that Bill Gates is trying to push um, for yep, COVID. Yep. That's where my mind went. Yeah, that's exactly where my mind went. Think about 5G technology. And if everybody has a microchip in them that is controlling their brain, they need we need much faster internet speeds than we currently have. Well, think okay. about it. They can, put, they can put a chip in the vaccine that is so small that the eye well, can't see it. And this is why they probably created COVID. So everybody and needs a vaccine. I am getting no vaccine, on the other hand. I really am not. 
Well, they, they say that everything is less invasive implantation technique, and there's suddenly this 5G popping up everywhere that they put up, even though we know that it could, the, in order to have such fast internet speeds, the infrared ha has to be really strong. And if it's going to be that strong, it's going to be harmful. Those waves are going to be harmful to human beings. And so that is why um, Cape Town residents last year were in an uproar. They didn't want 5G technology, but you know, the government just ignores us and goes ahead with whatever they want. Um, yeah. An interesting thing about Kobe Bryant is that his autopsy report, which I tried to look for again today, and I see that it's been taken off the internet, but I did download it when it was briefly available. So I can share that if you guys want it. His autopsy report revealed that his brain was ejected from his skull. And at the autopsy, less than 30% of his brain matter was present for autopsy. So where did the rest of the 70% of his brain go? But, but how would it have been ejected? I'm sorry to be so like listen about it how would i mean <laughs> sorry, like i mean you know they crashed in a i don't mean to be insensitive but i mean they had a helicopter crash so, so they say that they all died of blunt force trauma and so his daughter's brain was also not present but i looked at a few of the other autopsy reports and they didn't say anything about the other people's brains but with his daughter and him they said that both of their brains were ejected from their skull and they say it's because of the blunt force trauma. So when they crashed at such high speeds into the mountain, the blunt force caused a jerk reaction that cracked their skulls open and the brain was ejected. I don't know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know about the validity of all of that. And I don't know where the brain could go. If you say that less than 30% of the brain was there, where's the rest of the brain? Where? Um, I can't just lose brain. And now this is getting the plot. The plot is thickening. <laughs> but um, yeah. so that was, that was something else about this whole situation. Um, another interesting thing that I found about Jeff Steibel is that he, um, sorry, let me just gather my thoughts again. In September, he officially launched a company that they had registered in May 2020, and they being him and another ex-partner of his from the previous company that was dissolved. It is a newly organized blank check company, um, incorporated, and it's called Train, what is it called? Uh, Tailwind, sorry, Tailwind Acquisition Corp. They're looking, so a blank check company, for those of you who don't know, is um, a company that doesn't have any formal business plan that you don't know what the company is going to be doing but they're putting it out to the public so they're selling shares to the company to try and raise capital to be able to do something with that money so either it's by another uh, company or whatever the case may be so they reg registered a blank check company in may the registration went through in september 2020 um, called tailwind and they are trying to raise $300 million. Now, what I don't know if I mentioned to you guys is that when Kobe Bryant partnered with Jeff Steibel, he gave him $100 million to invest. Yeah, I read that, yeah. I read somewhere else that some of his money, that $100 million actually made him a further $200 million um, from those investments. That equals $300 million. Now, Jeff Steibel and his previous partner a Chinese lady by the name of Wisdom Liu. Oh, um, she is a founding partner of, of uh, Stable & Co as well. And she is on the board of directors for this new blank check company. And Jeff Stable is an advisor to this new company. And 
they are trying to raise $300 million. So essentially they're selling 300 million shares at $1 each. And then that's how they raise the money to do something else with this money. So nobody knows what it's for. They could buy another company. They could continue to do research for BrainGate. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm that the cost, can you imagine the monetary cost involved um, to do any experiments on any human brains or even the equipment? Course, and to keep it a secret or to pay off all the, the, you know, all the people in charge, all the people who are supposed to be taking care of humanity and the people that are in charge of lawmaking. Do you know how much it takes to pay all of them off? <laughs> to be able to do yeah. So I, 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 I don't know about you guys, but I think we actually need to do a whole new podcast on um, you know, further investigation regarding Felicia. votes and, and uh, um, or should we quickly just talk about it now? Because I would, I would hate, I would hate you guys to miss the votes. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. I think we'll edit it into two podcast episodes and upload it as soon as possible so people can listen to it. Um, I won't go into all the details of everything that I've um, found. We'll put the links on, on our various platforms for you guys. But so far, just to recap, we've got Kobe Bryant who passed away in January. <clears throat> Which is now starting uh, to make me think, was this a coincidence? Was it his time or was... I don't, I don't think it was coincidental. From the beginning, I didn't think it was coincidental because actually people, um, as soon as people heard about it, lots of people saw it on TMZ before anybody else knew about it. And when they Googled Kobe Bryant, um, it said date of assassination and there are screenshots of it. Um, yeah, like Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, everybody yeah. else who just how who dies who dies in the past. Maybe, maybe he wasn't agreeing. Maybe maybe Kobe wasn't agreeing with everything. You know, he was a Christian man. Um, and he was a person who would have agreed with brain testing on humans. And possibly he knew too much and said, "Sorry guys, I'm not with you. I'm pulling out." And there was too much money at stake. So they thought, you know what? We don't have like I'm saying. This is just speculation. We don't have the actual evidence, um, you know, but I don't know. I, it, it, it sounds very, very strange to me. I mean, all of this is very coincidental, don't you think? Um, I, everything oh, is just, I, uh, I also, Jeff Steibel, um, incidentally, he put his, his, his holiday house up for sale in June, 2020. So obviously he needs money because he, he, it, seems from the internet that he's this big private equities guy and he's got tons of money but if you're selling your holiday home for 12 million dollars suddenly in june in may you register this company in september it goes through and you're trying to raise all this money you don't have as much as you proclaim to have in my mind no no i have a link to that as well where he's selling his uh, he listed his holiday home for sale for 12 million in june um how it ties back to Jeffrey Epstein is like this. Um, okay, so Jeff Steibel is a member of, he sits on a board for the Lifeta Lifeboat, sorry, Lifeboat Foundation that Sharon was alluding to earlier. Yeah. So <clears throat> just to very quickly tell you guys what the Lifeboat Foundation is, Sharon, do you, do you want to or should I? I don't really you know, kind of research too much about what the company stands for. Um, I didn't have that much time. So I just quickly read a couple of articles and basically what they, um, what I could gather is that they're an organization where a lot of people with money actually um, donate money towards this organization and they build 
underground banks. Whatever reason, <laughs> I really don't understand. Um, okay, so I'm going to quickly tell you guys what the Lifeboat Foundation does, okay? Um, I didn't know about the underground bunkers, so I, that blew my mind, Sharon, when you told me about that. Um, the Lifeboat Foundation is developing a world-class think tank with a rich cognitive diversity of philosophers, economists, biologists, nanotechnologists, AI researchers, educators, policy experts, engineers, lawyers, ethicists, futurists, neuroscientists, physicists, space experts, and other top thinkers to encourage scientific advancements while helping humanity survive existential risks and possible misuse of increasingly powerful technologies, including genetic engineering, nanotechnology, and robotics and AI, as we move towards singularity, okay? Um, they have an extensive list of boards, one, two, three, there's more than 20 boards, and under each of these boards, they, for example, they have an asteroid and comet impacts board who discusses how to prevent asteroids and comet impacts. And that has like 30 people on it. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was on the board. He was on two boards for Lifeboat. Um, he was on the Futurist board and he was on the um, Finance board. Okay. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, let me quickly share my screen with, oh no, I can't, never mind, but I'll share these links with you guys and you can see. So they have a bio, I found a bio of him, it's not on there anymore, but he used to be a member when he was alive. And it's got this whole thing about how Jeffrey Epstein is a financier and science philanthropist, he is the chairman and CEO of the Financial Trust Company and the founder of the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein Six Foundation. Um, he was also on the Council of Foreign Relations, the New York Academy of Science, etc, etc. So it's all the stuff about how Jeffrey Epstein is this wonderful philanthropist and he's on hey, the this guy and finance board. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What if he runs for president? Yeah, but now he's dead, apparently. Right? Ooh, okay. That was I'm sure Jeffrey. He is. Okay. Now that yeah, he's yeah. they've removed him from that board. But currently the business partner of Kobe Bryant that we're talking about, Jeff Jeffrey M. Steibel. Um, yes. is currently on the boards um, and he is on the business board, okay? And, you know, as we've already spoken about, he's very much into this brain... Um, what do you yeah. call it? Brain behavior. Chip, yeah, brain behavior and mind controls, whatever exactly. the case might be, yes. Man. So those two are on the same board. Um, then I mentioned that Jeffrey Epstein was also on the Council for Foreign Relations. And this week in the news, and this can be a whole new podcast that we'll do next week, I think. Um, the Virgin Islands is subpoenaing Leon Black, who is a very famous billionaire, um, who gave Jeffrey Epstein $75 million in 2018, which is after Jeffrey Epstein had been convicted and everyone knew who and what he was. Um, he basically bankrolled Jeffrey Epstein's operations. And he is a very well-known figure in, in Long Island, New York. He had a 60th birthday party that Elton John was the um, uh, entertainment for, and he paid him a million dollars to entertain for an hour and a half. Um, Vera Wang wrote, the famous fashion designer, Vera Wang wrote on her Facebook at the time, I had the honor of dressing Oh, great Sir Elton John performed at my friend Leon Black's fabulous birthday. I had the honor of dressing his wife, my friend Deborah Black. If there was ever a great family, this was it. 
Um, so these are all. Holy crap! Yep, these are all hey. people in the circle: Martha Stewart, Michael Bloomberg, Howard Stern, Goldman Sachs. And that thing is by coincidence. And that thing is by coincidence, eh? Also, this guy recently bought several television stations, and is getting more involved in the media business. He um, made deals to acquire TV stations throughout the nation to give Fox TV a run for their money. As we know, the Democrats hate Fox TV. Fox TV is always um, kind of showing them up and showing the real them and pro-Trump mm-hmm. and against the Democrats. But this guy suddenly bought like 29 TV stations. He also sits on the Council for Foreign Relations, whose board members nominate and elect new members. So he essentially got Jeffrey Epstein onto the Council for Foreign Relations board. And oh God! All the information that I have for you. Guys. So, Sharon, I'm just like, like I feel like just like our viewers right now, they're sitting here. They're like, there's some people who just avoid news completely and just go on about their lives, and there's just some people who just they're scared to watch the news because they know that they believe the stuff that is happening because it is real. At the end of the day, what we receive, the fake news that's being spread. All these conspiracies, like why would the dots connect? Why would this person be linked to this person and be linked to this person and be linked to the other person? And then they all have a common thing to them. It's just like it's fascinating to me how, just for me, a bunch of people um, can really control the outcome of how we live as a society and as a nation um, and as a people. As individuals, uh, that is essentially it. Like I mean, every person's life is being steered in a particular direction by this group of people and some other research that we can include in next week's podcast um, that I found was about the you know the Bill Gates um, the Gates Foundation birth control uh, agenda Trevor Noah tennis 5G a chip as well um, that they are currently trialing another microchip that goes into your body and um, is a form of birth control so it's all linked it's all about um, being able to control the human mind for your own purposes and to your own ends and to create the super race. Um, I don't know where Sharon went, but... That's what, that's what happens to you when you sometimes disappear on the, li- on the stream. So it's like, this is exactly what happens. Like, where did she go? I'm like, well, she's gone. So, uh, so for the first time... I mean, I think for the first time, it's time for you to give us... You've never given us an outro. Like, you're always there for the intro. But for the intro, you just like, you just like, you just go on. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I have to do the outro too? No. But I, I feel like um, I, I'm learning so much about these things. And it's because, um, it's because you know, you, you, you tend to be, to be scared to, to accept the truth that is what's happening out there. Because it just scares you even more over and above having everybody just like program you and how you think and what you watch, what colors you wear, what clothing you wear in the season, etc., etc. Now, I mean, South Africa is approaching 20,000. I'm not like close, but we're approaching 20,000 deaths, corona. And half the time, I've heard people saying, it's not real. My grandmother just had asthma. My grandmother had, uh, you know, had a heart attack or they had this. But now they're saying it's corona. I'm like, are these corona, st- are these corona stats? Some suck. Are they, are they real? Are they used to scare people? To really scare us? Because at the end of the day, when they go for their check, is it a check or is it inflicting more pain? So that you can just go sooner. Like, like you really, really never know. But I think 
um, for a change. I think we can really make a four-part series of, of something like this because we already have a two-part now. And um, I feel like people are going to want to know what's going to happen more. I mean, we've been at it for like, what? It's been, we've never run a podcast to eight, ever. <laughs> it just, this is crazy. But um, I, I definitely would want people to get the links um, of, of the stuff that we have, our research, so they can read for themselves and make their own conclusions. Yeah. I mean, come on. For a Tuesday night, this is, I'm done for the day. I'm just like, yo. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm heavy stuff and while Sharon and I were talking I don't know where she's gone now but I'll quickly just tell you briefly and she can tell you next week or she'll upload it to our oh there she is Sharon we're done with everything but I quickly quickly just want to say to you um when I was talking to you about all this Jeffrey Epstein Jeff Stiebel and you told me about the bunkers tell me what was that brainwave that you suddenly had no pun intended about Jeffrey Epstein's island and the bunkers well, <laughs> why would he build a bunker underneath a chapel or a church that had a Greek flag, the colors of the Greek flag on it, first of all? On Jefferson's Island, and this island is also in Ellen DeGeneres' set, TV set. And it just, it just doesn't make sense. So either he's utilized, was utilizing that um, for experiments on, on children or on his victims, um, and yeah, it's, it's just, I don't even know what you say. Um, Basically, Sharon went cold okay. and she just said, oh my gosh, I suddenly know why he had a bunker under that temple. So yeah. that's what we'll leave you with. It's heavy stuff, guys. It's a lot to digest, but we Not have me. all the links. Please follow our social pages um, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And we will have the link to all of those in our description box on Spotify. When you listen to these podcasts, we will post all the links to our social feeds. Please do the research for yourselves. Please check out the links and you will see that we're not just thumb sucking or pulling this out of nowhere. All we want is for people to do their research and know what's going on in the world. Amen. Right. Was it My goodness. We are the plugged in podcast. Prince is here for the joke. I think you and I can get rather serious at times. I mean, Tanisha and oh, I, I think are very similar in, in, in Wait a minute. 